Blog Talk Radio. Do you watch Fox News all day? Are you dizzy from conservative spin? Are you a birther or teabagger? You might be suffering from a condition called barachnophobia. If so, the only cure is Liberal Dan Radio. Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Central on Blog Talk Radio. Warning, Liberal Dan Radio is not a substitute for doctor's advice. Severe cases of barachnophobia may require psychiatric help. This may prove expensive if Republicans repeal health care. Listening to Liberal Dan Radio may cause you to embrace things like facts, logic, and reason. If these symptoms last for more than four hours, you have been cured. For more information, go to liberaldan.com. back to Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join the conversation, it's area code 347-838-8368. That's area code 347-838-8368. Uh, you can also join us in the chat room live over at uh, blogtalkradio.com slash liberaldan. Or if you're uh, listening after the live broadcast, you can always leave your comments, questions, or concerns, etc., over at the show site at liberaldan.com. I'm currently doing a live responding, <clears throat> excuse me, live responding to what is going on in the Republican uh, convention. Right now, a pastor, uh, Daryl Scott, is talking. Um, so if you're listening along with me, you're more than welcome to um, also listen to him and, and see what he's saying. Uh, well, you can also call in and we can discuss what's being discussed um, on the Republican, uh, on the floor of the Republican convention um, and see what these interesting people have to say. I've, I've extended the length of the show today to go longer just in case uh, I need the extra hours in case uh, perhaps um, all the other, uh, other candidates who ran against Trump go up just to see what they're going to say. Uh, so, you know, I may end at after an hour. I may end after two, et cetera. But there's a lot of stuff to be discussing uh, when it comes to uh, currently what's happened so far in the election that um, we could, you know, fill the time between speakers with information uh, about the what's going on um, previously and, and the silliness that has happened so far. It's really ridiculous. Um but no, but again, you can uh, <coughs> you can feel free to join us. Uh, again, it's three four seven eight three eight eight three six eight, and you can you know join us. Let us know what you think about the speakers. If are you pro Trump? Are you anti Trump? Or are you a Republican who is not happy with Trump? Uh, like there are many out there. Are you a, are you a liberal who voted for Bernie and um, need me to set you straight as to what you should be doing? Um, I'd be more than happy to discuss that with you as well. Donald, see, he says Donald Trump is a master negotiator and deal maker. Is what Daryl Scott said. But here we go. Here is a, a pastor who's talking about Donald Trump's uh, negotiating and deal making skills. There was an ad that came out. 
where an individual was discussing about the work that he had done for Donald Trump's corporation. And instead of just paying the man the amount of money that was due and under the negotiated contract, uh, Donald Trump's organization supposedly took, uh, you know, only paid a little bit and then, you know, offered a little bit more, which was much less than what this guy need, would have needed. The guy figured that if he took so long to, you know, he would, he would sue. And even he, according to this guy, the Trump's representative, Trump's lawyer basically said, look, you would probably sue us and you'd probably win, but we would make it so painful for you that it wouldn't be worth it. So just take what we're going to give you and just let it be that. And that's ultimately what he wound up doing and how a pastor can get up here and talk about his um, negotiating skills. We can't do that on the national stage. We can't just make deals with other countries and then say, all right, this is how it's going to be. You can take it or leave it. You know, we'll get ours, but you won't get yours. If you don't like it, that's too bad for you. That's pretty lousy. And that, that is not going to make us improved on the world stage. That is going to make enemies faster than it makes friends. And this nation will be hated worldwide because of this. And now, a lot of people probably don't care. A lot of these people cheering um, the speaker right now is, uh, is probably doesn't care about what other country um, what other countries feel about us. He pro- they're probably more than happy to say, we'll just go it alone. We don't need anybody else. The, the world's shrinking when it comes to what technology allows. You know, the world is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And we need to be able to work with other nations to get things done, not push them away. If Donald Trump pulls those kind of shenanigans with other nations, it's not going to be pretty. We're not going to have good deals. He's not going to he's not going to make good deals for for our that will benefit our companies that are here and benefit our workers. Um, so now we have uh, Harold Ham, who is an oil businessman. Um, I'm sure he's very, very happy to see Mr. Trump running for president. He would definitely like to see um, oil thrive. Now, I don't think we should stop oil or stop drilling. Uh, I think we should invest in alternate forms of technology. I think we need to cut coal. And what they don't understand is when we say cutting coal doesn't mean you you cut the people who worked in the coal industry out of the loop. You you help them. You help those people get into the other industries, into other energy industries like solar, wind power, constructing wind turbines, making solar panels. You give those people new jobs and new skills, and you help them along the way as they just transition to an alternative energy economy. That way... Those people have good, sustainable jobs, and we stop chopping tops off mountains. We stop putting the coal runoff into our freshwater sources because these Republicans have no problem with oil companies making profits at the expense of our freshwater sources. And there are, there's a fight going on in St. Tammany Parish, Louisiana, that – where typically they're very conservative up there, but they are fighting 
the people who want to start fracking up there because they're seeing what could potentially happen to to uh, this guy is selling Hillary Clinton to me. He's like Hillary Clinton is going to eliminate fossil fuels in America. Good, good. Now what no, what's untrue though is that you know liberals do a bad job with oil. Now we're actually under Barack Obama. We have become an oil ex a net gasoline exporter. The reason why, and the reason why they want to build this Keystone Pipeline is not because it's going to create American jobs. The amount of American jobs created by the Keystone Pipeline will be negligible and and temporary. The oil will be piped down to Texas and shipped out the Gulf because they're hoping to get taken advantage of some tax credits for uh, go zone tax credits, and therefore. I mean, this gasoline is going to go to help other people with their supplies. It does not going to help in our supplies. And so the idea that we're somehow lagging behind in, in, the, in fossil fuels under Barack Obama is ridiculous. But again, what these people want to do in St. Tammany Parish is they want to set up fracking, despite the fact that the fracking could poison uh, one of the fresh water sources. And that's ridiculous. Every time, this is ridiculous, every time we don't drill a well in America, terrorism is funded. That's just ridiculous. That is just silly. You know, again, we, if we drill more oil, you know, the one thing that they talk about, this is, this is one thing that Republicans don't talk about. They want to drill more oil, but they don't talk about the fact that we're, we're at almost capacity when it comes to ma- making gasoline from the, from refining that oil and making fuel out of it. So you need more refineries, but no one wants to build a refinery in their neighborhood. Nobody wants to re- refine gasoline in their district. They will fight tooth and nail against your, your staunch, your strictest, your strictest free market economy conservative will fight tooth and nail to make sure that that refinery does not go in his district. Because not in my backyard trumps almost anything else. And I've criticized people on the left and the right. Is he talking about picking cotton? What? Ridiculous. Anyway, so they're talking. No, one of the things that Ted Kennedy did that I, that I disagreed with was that he was wanting people to, you know, wind, create wind energy but when they wanted to create a wind farm off the coast of his house uh, in Massachusetts, he did not he did not want that, and he fought that. So that is hypocritical. If you want to build wind farms, you should support the building of wind farms regardless of where it is. And if you want to build wind farms off the coast but not off your backyard, that is a problem. If you want to support uh, coal or natural gas production, you want to produce um, not natural gas but oil, fossil fuel production, and you want to, but you don't want to build refineries in your backyard, you're going to have these oil that should be sitting there and not, not doing anything with it. Another thing with the, like the Keystone pipeline is that we're not at capacity in the existing pipelines. We're going to, it'll take a while to get from those existing pipelines and, and make them reach capacity. So we don't even need the pipeline right now, even if we want, we're going to use it locally, which we're not. We're going to use them. We're going to be shifting out. Oh, Lord, here comes Scott Walker. Um, oh, and he doesn't have a podium. He's 
he's just standing there with his microphone and ready to chit-chat. Let's see what uh, this goofball has to say. We have a choice, according to Scott Walker. We deserve better. Yes, we do. We deserve better than Donald Trump. Um, But that's not what he's going to say, obviously. Let's see. Hillary Clinton is one of the well-connected. They want more of the same. Donald Trump is standing with the American people. Well, some American people, I'm guessing. Um, Now, of course, this would be all platitudes and won't actually be um, anything anything of substance. Because most of this convention has pretty much just been no substance, just attack Hillary, attack Hillary again, attack Hillary again, mostly with lies or totally with lies, and then do a little plagiarism in the middle, which that's, that was fun. I mean, I think I had some of my most fun on Twitter recently than, you know, making fun of the whole uh, plagiarism. And that's one of the things about, about Republicans. Republicans will will sit here and, and they and they don't oh god America deserves better is going to be the tagline ridiculous um, so let's see tonight's theme is oh god and it's talking about the words that Obama won't use radical Islamic terrorism you know Obama has bombed plenty of radical Islamists, but the idea that he won't say radical Islamic terrorism and as such that makes him a bad person. Well, guess what? Had Barack Obama said radical Islamic terrorism, they would find some other combinations of words that he hadn't used and and tell him, well, he hasn't said this. And then if he said that, well, he hasn't said this. And then if he said that, he, well, there's a fourth thing he hadn't said. And they would use each possibility, each example to, to explain why he is somehow weak just because he used, used the words but he clearly is <clears throat> not being weak on dealing with terrorists and so oh and here comes oh, and you know here's, here's the thing that Republicans also don't get about law enforcement. We can be supportive of the people who are good in law enforcement whilst wanting to weed out the bad apples. And there, the Republicans will refuse to point out the bad apples. They will refuse to sit here and say, look, I've asked, and I've, I've even asked police officers this, and ones that are, that are I think are good police officers, and they, some, they don't want to say, give an, I was like, just give me one example of, of, an, of where a police officer acted badly, was wrong. The one where the, the, the police shot the, where a policeman actually is going to be, you know, he has, actually has charges against him. And the other police officers went and tried to, and, and took away the, the Burger King footage that was taken um, they wouldn't ju- the Tamir Rice, the Tamir Rice shooting, shooting. They would not mention that. They don't mention anything when it comes to 
they, they won't say any, give any examples. And part of the reason I think, one of the reasons that I think that, that this happens or this won't happen on some cops is that I think they're afraid of retribution. They don't want to have uh, their jobs put on their line because they stand up and make a change. So we as citizens need to stand up and say, look, we do not, will not tolerate, we will not allow you to lose your job. We will stand up and fight for you if they, if they make you lose your job. Um, we will fight against that from happening. And we need to embolden the good, uh, the good police officers out there and enable them to be confident that if they stand up and do the right thing, that we're going to have their backs. And some people have said to me, if you have their back, if, if, if you shouldn't have to have their backs, they should stand up and do the right thing. And in a perfect world, sure. But in a perfect world, they wouldn't need to stand up against the bad cops because there wouldn't be bad cops. Hell, in a perfect world, there wouldn't need to be cops because no one would commit crimes. So we, we should ignore the perfect. And, or as Obama says, we shouldn't let the perfect be the enemy of the good. I was talking about who the Ronald Reagan um, put in Scalia. Well, Ronald Reagan also put in um, Justice Sandra Day O'Connor, who turned into a liberal, which is good for us. But um, Republicans, you know, one of the Trump's judicial options, um, one of the options that they posted for a Supreme Court nomination. That's what he's talking about right now, Supreme Court nominations uh, um, and Hillary Clinton and who would choose, who they would choose. It's the, <clears throat> excuse me, he would he thinks that states should be able to discriminate against people based off their sexual orientation, which would go against stereo decisis. But, you know, Republican conservatives like to talk about stereo decisis and how they will support um previous rulings, but when it comes down to it, they will go against their decisions every day in the week and twice on Sunday if it means if it means uh, if it means that they're going to <clears throat> excuse me, I'll sort throat right now um, if it means that they're going to get their way on things like abortion and, and any other conservative issue, you know, because people like to talk about People like to talk about um, activist justices, but activist justices are on the conservative side too. We've seen a lot of activist decisions by by the conservative justices in this recent court, especially when Scalia was still alive. And you know what I don't want to see is if Hillary loses. We get Donald Trump, and we get us, and we keep a six. We'll likely have a 50 votes in the Senate, and then they'll take the Democratic example, and they will uh, use the nuclear option to pass any Supreme Court justice through, and we will have major conservative justices for years. That it's not going to be good, and all of the, all of the, um, all of the. Uh, benefits and gains that we've made on civil rights 
uh, will go away. And it, it, that's why, to me, I've been saying that, to me, the most important thing in this election is the Supreme Court. And the people who would put that at risk by voting third party in states that matter uh, are causing us to be at great risk um, for losing those rights that were so hard fought for. So anyway, let me go ahead and take a quick break while, while Scott Walker is talking. Um, come back. We can take your calls as well. Um, that's 347 uh, 838-8368. The phone number is 347-838-8368. You can call in. You can come join us in the chat room. Um, this is Liberal Dane Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. Are you planning a trip to Disney soon? Do you want help avoiding spending mistakes and making the most of your vacation? Then check out BudgetEars.com, a new site devoted to helping you get the most mouse for your money. What kinds of tickets should you get? Is the dining plan a good deal for you? Should you stay on grounds or not? Should you buy park hoppers? Many other sites are filled with information about what other people like to do, but BudgetEars is geared to help you make the best decision for you. So check out BudgetEars.com or go to YouTube.com slash BudgetEars and help make your trip the best it can be. BudgetEars.com is not a travel agency and it is not affiliated with the Disney Corporation or any of its holdings. I am sick and tired of the propaganda in today's media. You know, we can't have a sane discussion about politics. Well, yes, you can, and it's on ROJS Radio Live with the girls, Monica RW, and Autumn S. I'm there every week when they discuss Michigan and national politics, job search, unemployment, and more from an independent laugh, sanity-based point of view. So, tune in. RJS Radio Live, Saturdays and Sundays at 11 a.m. sharp here on the Blog Talk Radio Network. And welcome back to Liberal Band Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana. Again, to join the conversation, it's 347-838-8368. That's area code, 347-838-8368. Scott Walker just left the stage. Um, If I would have known we would have had this uh, music interlude, (coughs) I would have waited for the short commercial break, but that's fine. Um, looking up, you know, Scott Walker said, if we can do things, conservative reforms in a blue state, we can do them anywhere. Well, according to this, basically, um, Scott Walker has turned Wisconsin into Mississippi. Um, that's a good quote from Salon right there. Um, anti-worker, anti-public education. Um, and basically, he's turning Wisconsin into a Southern-style low-wage state. Um, he led an all-out war on workers, failed to generate jobs, failed to generate higher wages. Um, he, uh, Act 10, simultaneously abolished all collective bargaining rights for public unions. Uh, Walker signed anti-union right-to-work bill. 
Um, it states severely weakened the prevailing wage protections. <coughs> Excuse me. He also um, attacked the living wage concept in the state. Uh, he undermined Wisconsin's public education. Let's see. Oh, here's a, a letter. Less accountability and transparency, uh, humiliating and harming the vulnerable. Um, he attacked environmental protection, rolled back abortion rights, exploiting the poor. I don't know what that means. Uh, humiliating public assistance recipients. Um, and he is that the public has approval rating of just 41%. So he's not actually doing that well when it comes to people and their opinions on how he's doing. Um, so um, uh, it, it's, it's just ridiculousness how these people um, want to uh, just push these uh, failed ideas. They're failed. I mean, you know, if you look at all of the states that receive public assistance, it's all red states, a lot, lot of southern states. I think there's one out of the, out of the, out of the top ten worst states is a blue state. I think the rest are red states. You have um, the, the wages get lower and lower for workers. You know, profits might be booming, but the wages get lower and lower. The median wage keeps getting lower and lower, um, even if the average wage goes up. And this is probably the one of the examples where I think the median wage, something using median instead of average instead of mean is probably better because you'll see more and more uh, people. And, and if you include, include people that aren't in the workforce, it's even worse. And, and, and they'll be the first to blame Obama for this, but it's not Obama's problem. It's not Obama's that's causing these problems. It's these state laws that harm workers in the states. It's, it's, it's conservatives who fight constantly against the ability of wage earners, of workers, of the people who big business relies on to make their profits, and they, and they consistently fight against those, those people's best interests in order to help line the pockets of the rich and the wealthy so they can, you know, get a Learjet 4 instead of a Learjet 3. Um, so, excuse me. Um, let's see some interesting, as, as this video is airing, um, every time you try and tell, they tell you how wonderful the Trump boys are, remember this. And it's a picture of Donald Trump Jr. and I guess his other brothers out hunting all sorts of wild animals. Um, it took Obama two full minutes to get everyone to quiet down from his DNC in 2008. Ain't no momentum in the RNC in Cleveland. Well, I mean, to be fair, Trump hasn't taken the stage yet to speech. So to speak, so we will see the vice president of the Eric Trump Foundation, um, somebody else who um, who is a little tiny splotch of non-whiteness, of non-whiteness in this thing. Because if you look at that convention, it's very, very white. Like someone on NBC said, that's a very, very dark convention. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's full of white people. Uh, let's see. Onion politics, now popular tradition of free chair messages or originated with Warren G. Harding at the 1920 RNC. Um, well, Warren G., you know, I don't think he would be a Republican because Warren G. likes to regulate. Um, 
wonder if anybody's fact-checking Scott Walker at the moment. There's 80 new results on Twitter, you know, so we're basically getting lots of responses. We all watch horrified and helpless as radical Islamic terrorists to Benghazi. Is it Benghazi? Oh, LGBT community. They're really going to talk about LGBT community? Really? When Marco Rubio said that some of the money that goes down there should go to local businesses instead of going to the people who are victims? Seriously? And the well, she's not getting a lot of claps. She didn't get any claps for that LGBT comment, which is which is amazing. But so we can't we can't there are attacks on America, but they're not. It wasn't all Muslims who did that. So a smattering of applause there uh, for for what her what she said. Um, as I say, put us on Twitter. I noticed no applause for the comments about how bad the attacks on the the on the LGBT community um, were bad at the GOP convention. Is she going to say all lives matter? Here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. Oh, she didn't say all lives matter. Holy crap. I mean, she she's still kind of, I don't think she said black lives matter, but this country was more divided over eight years ago because because of people who are so Angry, Ugh. ridiculousness. I mean, there's a good a good thing about this that I shared on Facebook. Uh, let's see. Somebody said, "Why are people saying blue lives matter? What about firefighters? What about our troops? How does one job matter than the other? All jobs matter." And so somebody goes, "Because Black Americans are targeting troops in revenge killings. They're targeting police. Of course, all jobs matter, but it's cops who are getting killed." And the response to that, this knee is full of iron. I love iron knee. That's awesome. <sighs> there, the Trump's children are her heroes. Where's um, en- Enrique Iglesias? I can be your hero, baby. <laughs> I'm sorry for that horrible singing. <laughs> <coughs> Let's see. Historically, Black Lives has mattered less. Really now, no round of applause for that quote. Another, Yeah, there's another one that... Um, another one that didn't get any of applause. Um, so yeah, I had to turn it off. RNC in Cleveland attacks on our nation. You would not think... You would think that one white person had done a mass shooting on you, so right. Oh, God. That, her message was just all over the place. It's... Ridiculous. Oh, God. Here comes Mark. Is this going to be Marco Rubio? 
Hillary Clinton did not plant the seeds for Obamacare. Oh, my God. Obamacare was the seeds for Obamacare were planted by the Heritage Foundation and Mitt Romney. Oh, my God. How ridiculous are you? That's ridiculous. Hey, Marco. I'm just talking about talking what I'm tweeting. Hey, Marco Rubio. It was not Hillary. Ugh. My typing is being very poor today as I'm trying to type. It was not Hillary. Ugh. Not Hillary Clinton who planted the seeds for Obamacare. It was the Heritage Foundation and Mitt. Romney, RNC in Cleveland. Is he going to come out and speak now, too, or did he just give a video package? Oh, this, see, this is what I was wanting to make sure. This is what I was going to wait and go over for if to see what he to see what happened, to see what he would do and what he would say. Doesn't look, Marco Rubio didn't say vote for Trump. He just said, he said something else. So let's see what Ted Cruz is going to say. This should be uh, interesting. Yeah, I have to tweet out, oh, look at all the pedophiles cheering. Come on. My keyboard is being very ridiculous. Ted... Oh, files. GOP or RNC in Cleveland and GOP convention and GOP in Cleveland too. Why not? God bless each and every one of you. Let's see. He's honored to join. Oh God, he's pandering to. He's pandering to Cleveland, but he's gonna piss off California. Come back by what? We're going to Timbuktu if we vote for Trump. We're not going to come back to. We're going to vote for Timbuktu. Today. Hey Ted Cruz. Under. Donald Trump, we will not come back to, we will go to Timbuktu. Just spell that right. Conventions are times of excitement. Let's let's, let's, talking about what's really at stake. Let's let's. uh... Carefree Texas summer, swimming in the pool, playing with friends, doing all the things that I'm I'm just imitating Melania right now, trying to imitate Ted Cruz or follow Ted Cruz's uh, words. Verbatim. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
Okay. So this is talking about the child who lost the police officer, and somehow this is somehow this is Hillary's fault. <clears throat> Let's see. I'm going to see how they uh, convert this into being Obama's and or Hillary's fault. You know, I, I really don't want to talk too much over what he's saying because, I mean, it's it's sad what happened, you know, to this family. And I, of course, don't want to, you know, begrudge the death of or, or talk badly about the death of a police officer because I don't want to see police officers murdered just like um, just like I don't want to see other people murdered in cold blood. Uh, let's see what else so he see he protected the protesters who mocked him well I mean that's his job to protect free speech um, free and in Dallas the the police and the the police protesters and protests were getting along fine. It was some other person who was problematic. So I'm not quite sure exactly what he is saying here with that, because I think he's a little factually incorrect on that statement. Um, let me just double check and make sure. Uh, Michael Smith. Um, it was Dallas. Yeah. The Dallas police officers were not being mocked by the protesters. They were getting along with the protesters. So, again, it's another Lion's Head. Lion's Head Cruz is at it again, you know. Lion. Oh. Lion. Flying Ted, though there's Donald Trump showing up, is that it? Again, the Dallas protesters were not mocking the Dallas police officers. They were getting along well before the shooting. We're getting along. Ridiculous. They're not fighting for one candidate or one campaign. Huh? Is he not going to endorse? Is he not going to endorse Trump? This will be. That's redundant. Okay, so let's see what uh, if if he will go and endorse the Donald or not, or if he's going to just. Of course, there'll be USA chance in the. Democratic convention too, because Republicans like to think that they are not, they're the only ones who have a, a foothold on patriotism, and obviously that's not true. Freedom does matter. Unfortunately, freedom matters to Republicans um, only for certain people, not for other people. 
They don't want freedom for gay people. They don't want freedom uh, for certain minorities. They want to keep people down uh, to, to uphold wealth. You know, the job creators aren't job creators if they don't create jobs. It's ridiculous. Oh, look, someone retweeted me. And it's Skooks. Skooks is a former, uh, former guest of the show. Um, and he, you know, he liked, he liked my lying Ted hashtag again. The five most beautiful words. Except for slavery. <laughs> America was built on I want to be free except for the slaves. Um, that's just ridiculous. Ted Cruz says that we were built on the on the on the idea of I want to be free. Except for black people. RNC in Cleveland. We have to do better, which means we have to vote for somebody other than Trump. That's what I say. Wow, my lying Ted code is, is, is taken off. That's that's good. There's a profound difference between our two parties. Let's see what this profound difference is, as he says. The profound difference is we want freedom and equality for everybody, and they want it for rich whitey. I don't think anybody suggests that ISIS is a JV team. And that's not what she said that too. I could bring up that the full clip in context in a second. I believe. Hey, boo. And of course, if you didn't make a deal with Iran, then they would do just be out there doing what they want without ramifications, and we'd have no ability to control them. But don't let the facts get in the way of you know making an attack. Exports jobs. It's not it's the Republicans that export jobs with their free unfair trade agreements. It's ridiculous. Enough is enough. We we need less of those. We need more uh, agreements that are going to benefit American workers and not benefit. Is he going to say it? Nope, he didn't say it. A return to freedom. I'm really waiting for him to say or to not say. I endorse Donald Trump for president. I want to see if he said. I'm, I'm just. I'm. I, this is going to be awesome if he doesn't say it. Oh God, school choice. Here comes school. There is no such thing as school choice. My do. I have full charter in in New Orleans, Louisiana. We do not have school choice. We have a lottery. Oh, Obamacare doesn't affect how you can choose a doctor, but you know. 
again, don't let the facts get in the way of you making a political attack. The IRS has never beat down my door, according uh, to Ted Cruz. He says that we should be free to not have the IRS would only beat down my door if I didn't pay my taxes. Keep it free. Keep the internet free from 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 restrictions or regulations, with the exception of the whole porn thing that they're about. Let's let I'm um, I should I want to ask that too. Hey, Ted Cruz, does UNRWA stupid thing is making my caps lock go off all the time? Does um. Does an unregulated? Oh, he said Muslim. Holy crap! About religious freedom. Um, hey, Ted Cruz, does unregulated freedom on the internet include porn? Just saying. Unless you're gay. So you didn't, basically, you can live according to your conscience unless you're gay. But there should be a freedom means hashtag. Let's see. Ted Cruz with his freedom means should become an amazing hashtag. Ted Cruz. Freedom means that you should be free to follow your beliefs and live your life as you want, asterisk, unless you are gay. And they don't have the right to do that. That Colorado doesn't have the right to to pick something different than Texas if it's going to mean that there's no equal protection under the law. Diversity. Liberal Dan Rayner, why are there so many liberal racist nuts here? Where are the liberal racist nuts of which you speak? That is ridiculous. Hillary Clinton does not believe the government should make every choice in your life. You see it in both parties. What have we seen in both parties? Of which, he's talking about Brexit. (laughs) Of course, after Brexit, the most popular search was, what is Brexit and what is the the EU? So, (coughs) ridiculousness. Sure. The Republicans want big government. The Republicans just want big government that, you know, regulates your uterus and your vagina and homosexuality. 
People are fed up. People are fed up with politicians who don't listen to them, and that is why Ted Cruz lost, because he doesn't listen to people. Difficult doing a live broadcast and tweeting at the same time. It's crazy. Um, and how? I wonder how they tell if if an if a uh, he wants a government that doesn't let Iris, ISIS terrorists and his refugees. I wonder how they tell. Of course, the Republicans supported the free trade agreements that screwed American workers, but again, don't let the facts get in the way of you making an attack of people. We're going to stand together and choose freedom, except for gays. Freedom will bring back jobs, but it won't let gay people get married. Freedom will lift people out of dependency, except you're not going to pay them a living wage. You want to get rid of the so Trump wants to get rid of the minimum wage to zero, but don't let the facts get in the way of you making it a point. Ted Cruz has proven without a doubt that he is free from the encumbrance of allowing the facts to get in the way of making a point. Oh, we're back to the party of Lincoln crap now. Ugh. Lincoln would not be a Republican today. Sorry. Lincoln's, Ted Cruz has proven about China that he's free from the encumbrance of allowing the facts to get annoyed. See. But then they have to make another tweet about this, you know, because Ted Cruz is confused. Abraham Lincoln. Lincoln would not be a Republican today. The fight for freedom wherever there's trouble. G.I. Joe is there. Oh, there he's talking about Sergeant Michael Smith. Ted Cruz is one of the main ones behind the whole Barack Obama won't say radical Islamic terrorism. Boo hoo hoo. Boo hoo hoo. But if, again, if he said something else, if he said radical Islamic terrorism, uh, Ted Cruz would find something else that. Uh, someone else, they find some other set of words that he hasn't said. Because it's not what he says. It's just it's all about attacking President Obama. 
It's not about actually doing the right thing. Leaders are leaders who stand for principle. Does Donald Trump stand for principle? Really? <laughs> that should be interesting. Donald Trump casts aside anger for love. That's, that is that is the standard that we should expect, but we're not getting it from Donald Trump. <laughs> don't say home in November. Okay, good. We don't we can't say home in November because we don't want to elect Trump. Thank you. It's a good good campaign push. Um You love our country and you love our children. He is not going to say it. I don't think he's going to say it at all. I really don't think he's going to say it. A lot of people cheering Trump, 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 but he's not going to, I don't think he's going to say it. He's going to end with a God bless you and God bless America, but he's not going to say vote for Trump. I could be wrong, but I don't think he's going to do it. There's Chris Christie sitting there. (laughs) I feel your pain, Chris Christie. As a large man, I like the, he's shaking his head. He is not going to say it. He's not going to do it. Who, according to his dad, according to Ted Cruz, according to Donald Trump, tried to murder JFK or whatever, but, you know, He's standing up there in, in, in Donald Trump's convention. Well, he's back to the girl in Dallas. He's not going to do it. He's not going to endorse Trump. What if they're going to boo him if he doesn't? They are not. They are not happy. They're already starting the boo. Freedom matters, and I was part of something beautiful. Hmm, interesting. Endorse Trump, or they're just saying endorse Trump, endorse Trump. He's not going to do it. He has that grin on his face. 
defend freedom and be faithful to the Constitution, and they're clapping that, but that there goes somebody else yelling, endorse Trump, endorse Trump. Oh, and Donald Trump's there, and he's clapping. I told you he was... Ah, he did not... They're booing Cruz. <laughs> they are booing Ted Cruz. They're booing Ted Cruz for not endorsing Trump. That is awesome. That is just amazing. That's hilarious. This is just a car wreck, train wreck. I mean, you can't even get people to say, I endorse the candidate. This is just, I mean, it gives me maybe a hope that that this is just going to fall apart because these people cannot, they will not endorse this guy. They will not endorse Donald Trump. They will, I mean, Rubio didn't do it. Cruz didn't do it. They're not doing it. They're just, it's, it's amazing. Um, this guy on Twitter just, uh, um, this guy just on Twitter, he was like, I was race baiting or whatever for saying that we were built on the idea of wanting to be for separate black people or black people free or slaves when we built this country. Learn some history. <laughs> Ridiculous people. Oh, now the children are talking about the Donald and how how uh there's <clears throat> Ivanka. He values hard work, he values grit, he values perseverance. He has good worth ethic, a good perseverance, and and he wants to build a wall and keep out all the Mexicans. Ridiculous. He doesn't want to rebuild a military. He wants to he wants to give money to our military contractors. That's what Republicans do. So rebuild our military is the strongest military in the world, and is not in, in nowhere in near in danger of losing that stance as being the number one military in the world. We could kick the ass of everybody else on the planet combined with the amount of firepower that we have. We don't have to worry about that. It's ridiculous. But, you know, with fancy music, um, fancy music means it's right, I, I suppose. It's crazy. Let's see if there's anybody, is Donald, if there's anybody else that's going to be talking uh, about at the convention or the Donald or what have you. Uh, meanwhile, you know, I probably I, I may if you know be doing a I may be doing a live broadcast tomorrow potentially during um any particular discussions or whatever that might take place tomorrow but I don't know just so follow me on uh follow me on Twitter uh, at liberal dan radio on follow me on liberal dan radio on Twitter um and on Facebook as well and I will 
uh, let people know what is going on. Redneck rocking. Interesting. So, but I'm going to go ahead and end the show now because I got to see, I got to see Ted Cruz. I got to see what was going on with that. And it was just amazing. But anyway, um, maybe on tomorrow, if not on tomorrow, I'll be on next week. Um, Follow me at liberaldan.com, at liberaldanradio on Twitter, facebook.com slash liberaldan. So until next week, this is Dan Zimmerman with Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.